0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beale. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal.
2: Hello, friends. Welcome to A Little Taste of Heaven. We have a woman on today that has the cutest shop, the most wonderful shop, grocery store, feed store, farmer's market, anything else?
3: Lawn and garden. Lawn
2: and garden. In fact, at at Halloween. It's got pumpkins everywhere. Pumpkins, it's yeah. Thanksgiving. It's got, it's got, and when you pass by with all the flowers and all the plants, you can tell why I would have her on Living Well. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place. And you know, I'm into natural food. So she has lots and lots of natural fruits and vegetables and all other kinds of food there that she sells. So if you're in Hazlett, Texas, and you want to find this little taste of heaven, I encourage you to go by Hazlitt Feed and Farmer's Market. And so Annette Lee also has another shop in North Richland Hills. Yes,
3: North Richland Hills Farmer's Market. And, and it's a
2: farmer's market. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've been there, too. I love that. We got our firewood there. All right. We get lots of natural herbs. And now, are the shops the same?
3: Uh, they're similar in the uh, stuff that we bring in uh, as far as you know, the fruits and vegetables and the grocery items, uh, but they're a little different. Uh, North Richland Hills, of course, we don't have the feed and the hay and things that we offer here in Haslett, uh, but on the other side of that, we have a larger uh, outdoor uh, lawn and garden area in North Richland Hills, so we have quite a few more plants and pottery and lots of cute, kitschy yard and, and home things that we have there, too.
2: And that one is located on Roof Snow and... No, it's not on Roof Snow. Where it's, is uh,
3: it? It's 7700 Davis Boulevard. Davis. In North Richland Hills. How
2: did I miss that? Did you move? No.
3: Uh, there is a farmer's market on Roof Snow uh, um, owned by one of my friends. And it's kind of like Davis and Roof oh, yeah, Snow yeah. run yes. parallel. Okay, I'm so, so yeah. sorry.
2: Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. that's. I've seen that one. That one's small. It's a little small. It's a little small. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we... Love the idea of farmers markets. I talk all the time about pay the farmer to keep you healthy versus paying the doctor to get you healthy
3: I totally agree there's certain things um, that are produced when you service and use a small farm you 're helping your community you 're helping the small farms when you get that or you go to pick that out you 're getting out of the house you 're getting exercise you 're taking your family out. And you're getting that idea of nostalgia when you go to get a watermelon in the summer that you're going to take to a friend's house to share. There's all that goodness and happiness that's associated with that. Well, before that happens, a farmer's growing it. Uh, they're using their land that a lot of these farmers, uh, we specifically buy a lot of watermelons from a farm, farmer and his family that have been farming for over 100 years in Boyd. And we've been buying cantaloupes and watermelons from them for 15 years. So you're helping someone else by just, you know, getting up and say, hey, let's get some fresh watermelon today. So there's a lot of healthy things that go on just besides eating that watermelon that you don't even have. It's so far reaching.
2: Well, and I I know that you're that way with farmers because I came to you and we had a ranch Mm -hmm. that we just got rid of. <clears throat> and um, I was telling you about our figs, and I was like, we have so many figs. We have thousands of figs. Yeah. And you're like, you have figs? You have fresh figs? I'll buy those figs from yeah, you. And I'm like, awesome. I have, and, so you don't get much no, figs.
3: No, we don't. Actually, you know, um, a lot of people don't actually, you know, farmers just grow figs. It might be one of the things that they grow on their farm, but actually a lot of my local figs come from folks that have planted these fig trees in the backyard because their grandmother used to have one, but they didn't realize that when they were little, that fig tree can get 35 to 40 feet in the air, and there's more figs and more birds than you can eat. So I have two or three ladies uh, in North Richland Hills that bring me every year, and we trade out plants. Uh, sometimes we trade out produce, or if they were looking at a really nice pot, you know, I'll just run a tally, and uh, by the time they've brought me figs over the harvest time, they've paid for the pots that they wanted for their house. So
2: well, and figs, you know, we did the same yeah. thing. Like, well, we pl- we planted three, right? Okay, right. we had no idea. Like, we lost two because of the winter freeze, right. and we didn't cover them very well. But that third one, that that lived, it is it is. It's like probably about twenty five feet high. 15 feet wide, I never had any, and I'm thinking, oh my, God. I'm so glad all three did not wow. live. Can not even to, imagine no. how many figs you would have? <laughs> No, and so we learned that, you know, we get out, we want a farm, we want to right. ranch, so we plant eight apple trees, like, oh, we'll plant every different kind of apple tree, and we'll plant, we'll plant every different kind of peach tree, and apricot tree, and pecan trees. We had so much, right. right? And so it was exciting, but after the first, like, when the peaches first came in the first year. My kids are like, okay, uh, we don't like farming anymore because you have to do them all on the same weekend. But um, so there are a lot of farms out here there and small, even small farms, people that have a few acres. And yeah. so they love your shop and coming there. Right. And of course, North Ritzland Hills, because it's still there are some farms still in North Ritzland Hills, but most oh, of wow. it is suburb.
3: Yeah, it's, it's suburb. And, and, you know, it's, it's creeping everywhere. of." Uh, uh, especially here. I've been here in Haslett for our one year. We had our one year anniversary in October. Congratulations! And, uh, and it is doing well and with the community support. I just couldn't be happier. But just seeing the growth in one year and I and I keep I try not to think about how fast things grow, but I know within five years it's going to be a whole other animal. Uh, but Yes, I'm because excited about
2: that. they say Hazlitt is the fastest growing. Some say the fastest growing town in America. Some say the second fastest growing right. town in America. And I don't doubt it. Oh, it's just grown like crazy. And when you look at the town, you know, and, and you come upon your shop, you I have been to so many feed stores in my life. You know, and I grew up with an aunt and I had a farm. Right. We were always going to the feed store. I have never seen such a beautiful place. And you. you come upon your store with all your plants and all your greenery and all your flowers and all the fruit, I mean, just outside, it's very inviting.
3: It, it really is, you know, you shop with your eyes. No matter where you go, whether it's buying a pair of shoes or whether it's picking out an apple in, in the farmer's market, you're going to get the very biggest, the very most beautiful color. And when people see that, it makes them want to stop. And, you know, it really does. And
2: you're a marketing genius that you oh. did that because I pulled over and I was like, because you took it over. And yeah. when I saw what you did, I pulled over. I went in and went, oh, my gosh, this is going to be big. Yeah. This And there have been a lot of people here. And I even said that there have been a lot of people that have been in this building. Since we've lived here, and yours is phenomenal. It's everything that I wanted with the fresh eggs, and and it's uh, people really are looking for the free range eggs, right. fresh eggs that have the really beautiful dark, you know, just yellow yolks, kind of orangish yolks. Right. So it shows they're not chemical; they're nothing put in there. And it, and it's buying things that
3: are local. I mean, you don't know how long that uh, the shelf life of an egg, for instance, when you buy it from a box store. Not saying that I wouldn't eat, and I would if I had to, but you know, it's nice to have small children and grow up and have them eating the things that are making them healthier and making them happier. And um, it, there's, small fam- there's small families in, in this community that have a lot of small children, and they uh, rely on, you know, good, clean, healthy eating. And I hope that I can, you know, give that to them in the community. Yeah.
2: Now, you've had your store in North on hills for a long time. Uh, 14 years. 14 How did you get into that? Uh,
3: actually, um, I worked for a large medical group in, in the DFW area for 11 years. And I was kind of at that point. My son was a freshman in high school. And you're either at that point where you're going to go back to school or you're going to venture into another line of work because, you know, you kind of get stagnant in what you're doing. And uh, so I decided that... Uh, I was going to take some time off and, you know, travel with my son, you know, during the Christmas holidays. And I was going to make my decision after that. And um, a friend of mine uh, just bought a farmer's market in Hearst. And she goes, you know, you're going part time. You're going to go crazy sitting at home. My husband just bought this farmer's market in Hearst and he needs someone to help him run it because he works full time. Why don't you help him out through the spring and summer? Because you're creative. You love to be outside. You love plants. You love all this stuff. So um, why don't you help him? So I decided to to go for it, you know, and help him for the summer. I fell in love with uh, the guy that he bought the store from, uh, had been in the farmer's market business since he was 13 years old in Dumas, Texas. Dumas. And he, more or less, I mentored with him all summer long. He taught me where to go to get the produce, who to talk to, what farmers had the best stuff. And I just kind of tagged along with him all summer long. Here I am trucking down to Dallas Farmer's Market with this man I'd never met before. And he was going to show me how to help this gentleman run this business. And I just, like I said, after that summer, I fell in love with it. And I told my husband, that's what I want to do. That's what I really want to do. My husband was a grocery store manager for over 30 years. And he had retired from that. And he says, you know, I think we could probably really do it. And we had the opportunity to buy North Richland Hills from uh, the the owner um, because I had met him through the guy at Hearst. And we bought the store in uh, 2002 and it took a few months to get everything going and remodel the things that we wanted to do inside. And ever since then, we've never looked back. And my husband quit his job. I quit my job. You you cash in some savings, you cash in some 401k money and you just go for it. And I've never looked back. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And you know, there's a lot of fear that goes with, uh, Okay, all the money that you've worked for, you know, over many years and all your savings, but, you know, reinvesting in yourself and reinvesting in your family, it's been the most wonderful thing we've ever done. And then, again, this opportunity came last year to buy the store at Haslett, and I thought, well, do we really need to have two? Can we make that work? And, you know, of course, a lot of prayer goes into that, too. And my son graduated from UNT with a logistics degree. Instead of taking a job in the corporate world, he decided to continue working with the family business, and he manages the North Richland Hills store.
2: Really, your mm-hmm. son? My son? Isn't yeah. that awesome? It is
3: absolutely <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Not many people get the opportunity to, to watch their child grow up, go to college, be successful in that, and then full circle come back to work with you. That is a blessing.
2: Well, and logistics. Oh, I absolutely. mean, how helpful is that? Oh,
3: a business logistics degree is. <laughs>
2: Awesome. Yeah, I know. That's if,
3: if you if you kids out there, if you're wondering what your kids can major in, business logistics, a degree from UNT is the way to go. That's I mean, good
2: to, to tell people. You're really right. Is. It really is helpful. It, that store is a phenomenal store.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I know that you've incorporated most of those things here, but then you've added things here.
3: I have added things here. Um, I, you know, I, I believe that what you put in the ground gives back to you. So I'm, I'm an organic farmer. And whatever I grow, I grow organically. I am not opposed to using, you know, weed control because nobody likes weeds or fire ants. So those are the two things Oof. that I'm off Oof. of. But other than that, everything else that I grow personally or that I recommend uh, that uh, people grow or use is organic.
2: And More and more people are looking for vegetables and fruit. Right. That don't have toxins, no. and, and it's hard. I mean, now if I'm at the grocery store, I'm hesitant to buy anything there, right. unless it's organic. But I, it's so expensive to go buy organic at the grocery store. I mean, like a cucumber. An organic cucumber is like $2. Right. And so it is so expensive that it's so wonderful when you go to the farmer's market. And you, especially at your store, and you have marked everything that's organic, and most everything in there is, if you can't find it. If you can't
3: find it. And, you know, and and the seasonality of stuff, too. I mean, no, I don't have mangoes right now because they're not in season. And, you know, we use sustainable farming methods with our farmers and stuff that that we use, so... Uh, if it's not in season, we don't want to force it.
2: Well, it's, honestly, it's not good for yeah. you to eat things out of season. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that if you eat with the seasons, that's how you stay well. Yeah. And that's part of what we always try to let you know, that if you, if you go by what the farmers have available in your area, yeah. then you're eating with the seasons.
3: Yeah, like right now, I'm eating a lot of kale, and I can't wait till peaches and watermelon come back. In I'm getting
2: season. yeah, a lot of We're people getting are getting tired of kale. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. tired of kale. Yeah, now, you can do a lot with kale. You can mix in <laughs> apples and lemon, absolutely, and, and absolutely. all that stuff. But I think that it, you know, when you talk about what you decided to do, that's very brave, and that's one of the things we really encourage people right. to follow their passion. Now, part of it, the reality is, you had the money to get started.
3: Yeah, we we did. And like I said, you know, and, and then you've got to think about, too, okay, well, what are you going to do when that money runs out? Exactly. So, you know, being very frugal and not living above your means uh, and and trying to reinvest in your business, you know, making it profitable, making things work, and... Over the years, those have been some of the things that we've had to work with. Uh, I'm, and again, I'm not opposed to using a bank because once you establish yourself as a business, your banker becomes one of your very best assets. Yes. And that has been the case with us, too. We've been very blessed and very fortunate uh, to be able to align ourselves with some of the most wonderful people who have helped us to build our business, you know, and, and that's with the banks and, you know, of course, with our, with our church family and, and things like that, we have been able to do what a lot of people just, you know, they go, well, how did you do it? It, One day at a time.
2: One day at a time. One day at a time.
3: It's not something I, and I don't, I don't look five years down the road because I have no, I have no way of knowing what's going to come five years from now. But I know today, right here, right now, is what we have to offer. And this is, we we do our very best every day.
2: Now, did you have the typical business plan, you know, strategy plan, all that long term, because there are people that, You know, I've had people say, do you have a business plan? Do you have a strategic plan? And I'm like, uh, I did. Like, I'm going in my head, right? But there, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that, you know, you did it. With a, you guys had a lot of background because right. you were in business for 10 years. And I do let people know, following your dreams, we want you to do that. Absolutely. You may have to get a job that you're not as happy with exactly. maybe or you don't even know. You just get it. You get some income for 10 years. Put it aside so that you can live your dreams. Because living your dreams, the way that you do that is, yes, living not above your means, Living frugally, uh, it doesn't matter how much you make, it matters how much you keep. Exactly. And so I had, like, the the lady I had on with the uh, Papa Snowballs, the snow cone stand, the more I talked to her, and I I could not believe all the money she had, all the money she put aside, that she travels around the world. (laughs) I'm like, well, she was a bookkeeper first, and she knew how to manage her books so well and how to price everything and how to make some extra money by by coming up with recipes that she could sell. I mean, talk about genius. I'm like, I had no idea you could make that from a snow cone stand. But she had the business background, and she was a good bookkeeper to manage manage her money. money. And it sounds like you guys, too.
3: Well, and my husband, like I said, with having management experience in the grocery business for for that, you know, he started working in the grocery store when he was 16. And then he retired from that, and then his next... um, Job was he worked in a car dealership and he was the finance manager. So you know that all kind of plays and and we talk we giggle about it sometimes. Everything I did in my previous life set me up for the success and for and for failure because you do fail sometimes yeah. too. Well, but.
2: and people you know they laugh because I was an engineer yeah. and they're like what I was a math major and they're like what. <laughs> and so one of the things I love people to hear is most people don't follow this. You know, because ninth graders are told they need to know what they want to do, right? And I was like, (laughs) most people don't. And so, but it is, it does all build. I mean, I use that information all the time. And math, I mean, you do use it. You don't even realize. Kids today, I don't need math. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you'll see you need math. And so that's really wonderful. So we're going to take a break. Before we do, I just want to do a shout out real quickly to Sunshine Herbs, one of our sponsors in Saginaw, Texas, on Main Street, on Business 287. He has all your supplement needs. Dr. Tiller is a naturopathic doctor, and he owns that store. And so if you're in Saginaw, stop by there and pick up some supplements. Talk to them. The staff, they're just incredible. They know their products very well. And they have this incredible water that you can buy. We buy it for our office, the big, big, big five gallons for everyone. And um, even things for your pets, organic you have stuff for organic, too, and grain-free. I don't know if they have grain-free, but it is uh, a wonderful shop. So if you get by there, please stop and say hi. And you guys, we'll see you right back after break with Living Well.
4: Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or email them at lifesolutions cc at yahoo.com
0: it's time to do all of those things that you always said you would do in your life what's stopping you is it other people your environment fear what could give you a push tune in to raising the bar with amy Bredo. our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain we'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception?
1: are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back. I'm Ann Beal, and I have a guest today, Annette Lee, from Hazlitt Feed and Farmers Market. She is letting us know about all the wonderful fruit and vegetables organic that she's an organic farmer that she loves growing the feed i mean the food the groceries mm-hmm. and um that you know they have the fresh eggs there, and so we really try to encourage you to to buy from farmers buy local uh and then of course try to buy organic now I just want to say a little bit about that, and I'm glad you're on Annette because you can help us okay um I personally don't worry if someone doesn't buy organic if it has a peel on it. Right. But, it, but do you feel the same way too? Like if it's an avocado, they can peel it.
3: Right. And, you know, things that take in a lot of moisture like through their flesh, like strawberries, try to find organic. Peaches, try to find things that could be sprayed. But if you can, if you can peel it, then don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, like that's not, said. yeah, and it's not as, it, it, because the peel protects yeah. it. And so bananas, bananas you know, they're, yeah. they're fine. Uh, if it, um, you know, it's our naturopathic doctor, he would soak all his fruits and vegetables if they weren't organic in apple cider vinegar, I think. Yeah,
3: vinegar solution uh, for, I think, an hour or something like that. They do have some commercial sprays that are on the market, but all it is is vinegar and water. So, so it's vinegar and on.
2: water. So you so you put water in it, too. Is it vinegar yeah. or is it apple cider vinegar? Uh,
3: apple cider vinegar. Yes.
2: Yeah. And and he, he and I thought, well, I wonder how that tastes. And he goes, you don't taste it. You don't it. taste it. And, no. it's, and what it does is it gets out all the toxins. Yeah. So our suggestion would be if you can't afford organic or you can't find organic and it doesn't have a peel, then soak it in apple cider vinegar and water. Would you say half and half? Uh,
3: I would do like a, uh, a ten to one, kind of like you would with a bleach solution. Okay. Because the acidity, you don't need that much. And apple
2: cider vinegar is strong. So yeah. maybe two tablespoons to like eight yeah. ounces eight or ounces something. Ounce water, yeah. Yeah. So that would be good. And then it'll get the toxins out for right. you. And uh, Annette is, um, we just call her shop A Little Taste of Heaven here in Hazlitt, which is right north of Fort Worth. It's not very far, like 20 minutes. And so it's a suburb of Fort Worth, basically, and we're in the Metroplex. But when you see her store, it's just beautiful. And so in the last segment, we talked all about her store. Um, I didn't mention the essential oils that you have there. Mm-hmm. You have essential oils, and you have, you have free-range meat there.
3: Yes, we have um, um, grass-fed beef. Uh, there's no hormones or uh, antibiotics. antibiotics. And also, uh, it's actually raised in Milford, Texas. And also we have uh, Franz Friars chicken, Mm. same thing, no hormones, no uh, added antibiotics or anything. And they, when we call for an order, we have to call a week and a half in advance because they slaughter to order. So it is the freshest chicken that you can get. And the beef is phenomenal. And... uh,
2: and you, I had some duck bacon the duck other
3: bacon, day. Duck bacon. How can you go wrong? Anything <laughs> <Duck> that has <laughs> bacon on the end of <laughs> no. it, you, you could take shoe bacon. That would be good.
2: <laughs> and I had heard that duck wasn't very good, right? And so Valerie's like, oh, I love that duck bacon. You should try you the should duck try. bacon. Yeah. And Valerie's one of your great workers. Yes. Valerie's ha- one
3: of my awesome girls. She, she is, is.
2: So I said, Really? And so
3: dynamite comes in small packages, and
2: that is Valerie. She's a dynamite. She, she yeah, is. She's dynamite. She loves that duck bacon. She yeah. always says, oh, I love this, and I love that. And so I try it. So we tried the duck yeah, bacon. Yeah. It was incredibly tasty. I was very surprised. And my kids tried it. Yeah. And they were, you know, they're It's just grown, a little so. different. It's,
3: it's, it's a lot better than, or to me, better tasting than like turkey bacon, because turkey bacon tastes like cardboard to me. But, you know, if you're trying to watch your sodium intake and trying to eat things that are a little better for you, You know, I wouldn't say that bacon as a whole is a better food than another bacon, but, you know, it's kind of a quirky thing to try.
2: It's healthier. Yeah, Yeah, duck bacon's healthier. But also, you know, you can try other ones because you have other ones too. Yeah, we have an
3: uncured bacon as well, uh, so that's always good. Now, do you know
2: why? Because my husband has... Really, he tries to get uncured because mm-hmm. he tries to stay away with the Timbab foods, yeah. which is processed. Or, processed.
3: Yes, you want to try to just stay away from foods that have been processed or that have more more than five ingredients. Also, you want to watch your sodium intake and your sugar intake in, in processed foods. Mm-hmm. And bacon has all those sugar and salt. So
2: when you get cured, them at the grocery yeah. store, yes. And so that is why I suggest if you can get, you know, free range meat or go to your local farmer. Mm-hmm. And um, get regular bacon or uncured because even then, because they cure it with sugar, right?
3: Yeah, but not, they don't use the salt or the nitrates that they use. Right, so it is
2: healthier. Um, If you don't want the sugar, then you can get it uncured. Right, right. And so, that's right. It's not salt that they cure it with. It's sugar. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So that's why it's so tasty. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But uncured is really good too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. uh, We were at some friends and they had uncured jaws. Yeah. Which are what? Pig cheeks. Big cheeks of? The, the, pig,
3: is of the, the bigs, pig is the pig. cheeks. And I was
2: like, what are they? He goes, it's jowls.
3: Jowls.
2: I was like, you guys, you Texas people, you come up with such cool stuff. Okay,
3: no meat left
2: behind. No meat left behind. And <laughs> so uh, we want to suggest that you guys find that. And those are really good, helpful things. And right. I, I know that your staff, which just blows me away, and I was asking you questions on break about your staff, and you're a Master Gardener. I did not know that. Yes, I've been a
3: Tarrant County Master Gardener since 2007. Tarrant County is the uh, number two uh, volunteer uh, Master Gardener Association in the state uh, as far as members. Uh, we have over 400 members, and I believe, in, and don't quote me on this, but over 11,000 hours last year for the county of Tarrant County uh so if you see someone with a little blue badge pat them on the back and thank them for what they do for tarrant county because they really do a lot of work when you see these beautiful botanical gardens and school gardens and all the places around the county that we're real proud of it's because master gardeners put in a lot of hours
2: and that's landscaping, landscaping. explain what a master gardener is uh, it's not easy to get
3: it, it's not it's it's a um, almost a year training there they're trying to get that compartmentalized so that People can do modules online and take less time doing that. But it takes over a year. You go to class for three months, uh, two days a week, and then you have to serve so many hours in so many different areas of gardening. Uh, Like I said, there's um, like 27 different projects in the county uh, that you'll go and volunteer. So you're learning how to... Propagate, cultivate, weed, fertilize, planting. So there's so many different genres of of gardening uh, that uh, the master gardeners specialize in. Some people, like me, I started wanting to learn more about roses and perennials. And I ended up specializing in vegetables. Who knew? Yeah, who knew?
2: knew? And vegetables is very important because, like, my friend P. Allen Smith, Mm -hmm. who has the TV show, he came. To mm-hmm. Dallas area. So he was at Callaway's And of course, I, you know, I was there. And um, I could not believe all the people that oh, came. And and they all were like master gardeners. Major, I mean, it was crazy, all the people. And the questions they were asking. And it's the education okay. that's key. Yeah. It's and, really, and the tomatoes. Right. Okay, because they talked about... I'm getting beautiful I'm getting beautiful plants, but I'm not getting any tomatoes. And exactly. he's like, Oh, you just need to up like when you read the bag, the he was explaining, right? Yeah. Well and they all understood. So I asked him after. I said, Can you put it in um and terms? And he goes, Okay, well and when you look at the bag, you'll see three different ingredients, right. three different, it's the middle one needs to be the highest. Yeah. I was like, okay, thank you. Then you'll get tomatoes. Then you get, then yeah. You get tomatoes, yeah. And so what is that? Which uh, Potassium. Potassium, yeah. yes. And so knowing stuff like that. I mean, you can get beautiful green plants Absolutely. with no tomatoes. no tomatoes.
3: No tomatoes. And, you know, and, and being in Haslett and being this Dallas-Fort Worth area, if you don't know it, you live in a wind tunnel. The wind blows all the time. <laughs> and so with tender plants like tomatoes, the blossoms will fall off of them. So, yes, you're doing all the right things. You're watering. You're fertilizing. You're keeping them covered in the spring. And the blo- the blossoms are dropping off. Right. Well, that wind's just pulling them off. So if you can protect your tender plants from the wind with frost cloth or shade cloth, uh, that'll help you with your production of tomatoes. Later it, in the season.
2: See, and that's, that's good to simple, know. Simple. Yeah. And I didn't realize like we had plum trees yeah. and the weather, I mean, that was the one tree mm-hmm. that we hardly got any fruit from because the weather would blow them all off. And so I said that to to Alan and he was like, um, no, you need to use the landscape, use the um, fertilizer. They was telling me all this stuff and they won't be so fragile and fall off. Right. Sure enough. Healthy, I'm like, what?
3: Yeah, a healthy plant will always be a stronger plant and always produce. And to me, it all starts with soil, working your soil and amending your soil and having some good organic soil. And if you put a plant in there, it will grow.
2: And our soil here can be tough. Yeah. And so that's part of why they have the raised gardens. And so a master gardener knows so much. And you have more than just you as a master gardener there. Uh,
3: yes, I have um, at... Ad- my Hazlitt location, I have uh, a master nursery professional. We're also, both locations are Texas Landscape and Nursery Association members, TNLA. You probably hear that when you hear about the home shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, that they're TNLA members. What that gives me is information. I have so much information that I can give when you have a question. If I don't have the answer, I have the ability to get the answer. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, databases through Texas a and and through AgriLife and through the Master Gardener Association and TNLA that helps us to be very good purveyors of information and to help you be a successful Texas gardener.
2: And and you have a professional arborist. Yes, I
3: have a professional arborist. And most of the folks that work for me are retired from, like I said, they did something else in their previous life. And, you know, Paul, he was in the Army. He's he's done just a little bit of everything throughout his life, and he's fascinated. He has a horticulture degree, and he's getting ready to certify as a certified arborist. And he can look at bark on trees and look at the leaves and really just all the little nuances that when you're driving by, you don't see. He sees out of the corner of his eyes. He can detect disease. And for a lot of years, I've had people just bring me bags of leaves and go, hey, do you know what this is? Right.
2: That's what I do. Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> Hey, we've got the answers for you. I have, I have the professionals, That's and we me. do have the answers <laughs> what happened? for you.
2: We what a, happened to this? We had so, a red oak that just wouldn't grow. Yeah. It was so straight Everybody around us had these giant red oaks. I'm like, and it was not enough. Zinc or something Zinc, in the soil, yeah, yeah. and so um, you know it's amazing what you what you know, yeah. and so it's always so helpful to have that. And I, but in the other misnomers, people think because they have a small yard that they can't have a garden.
3: Oh, you can grow a garden in buckets. You, you can, yeah, you can you can grow vegetable plants in buckets. You know, if you want a tomato plant and you want some squash or some string beans, I was. Uh, You know, giving a lady advice on planting onion sets in a three-gallon pot to put off on her patio because she lives in an apartment. She had no idea she could have onions in her patio pot because she likes to cut the green onions off and have them in salads and stuff. I said, well, here, let me show you how this is done. So there's just so many little questions that you can get answered when you go to a garden center or a farmer's market that has an experienced staff.
2: And if you get used to that food, I mean the thing Absolutely. about organic is it's so much tastier. Oh,
3: the taste is is, is second to none. You it, just you can't yeah. even imagine how much better it and tastes. And
2: it's it's sweet almost. Yeah. But you don't realize that most of the time because they mm-hmm. in grocery stores they pick them when they're not ripe. Right. So they don't have all that flavor. And then they do interesting things to them to turn them the color they're supposed to be. Like they, gas them, the they gas. do lots of weird stuff. Yeah. 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 And I'll say that, like gas, definitely for tomatoes. Tomatoes, I mean, yeah,
3: ethylene gas. And they put them in, the, they're literally are chambers. They're big, like big garages, like warehouse shelving and shut the doors and put gas on them. I mean, so that's literally what they do.
2: And I've, honestly, I find that most people who say they don't like vegetables.
3: It's because they haven't had good vegetables.
2: They've stuff. never eaten real they've vegetables, eaten. right? They kind of eat this fabricated stuff. I mean, yeah. if you pick it when it's not right, nothing's good. When it's not ripe. When it's not time, it's not time. No. No. And and we had a vineyard, and if you pick the grapes before they're ripe, they're not good. No, you can't eat them. And even if they're table grapes, they're not good. And grapes are wonderful. And, you know, a juicy plum that's ripe, a juicy pineapple. You know, people say when they go to Hawaii, there is such a difference. When they go out in the, Mm -hmm. you know, in Oahu to the dull plantation, and they pick them a pineapple, and they cut it, and they eat it, and they cannot Believe the, believe the difference and that's because it what you get here is not right or when you when you travel
3: abroad and you go to central america and you eat a cantaloupe or like you said a mango or mm-hmm. something that's indigenous to their area that they are actually getting local and you buy that and you eat it it's just like having that parker county peach or mm-hmm. that east texas tomato there's only a certain amount of time, but that, that is that this peak flavor, and that's the memory that you get about it. And mm. you know that's why it's good to always eat local when you can. So.
2: And even the milk, which yeah. you have milk, yeah. yes. Um, and I I love the eggs that you have. I love buying them in the flat of twenty four, yeah. and you know it's cheaper to buy twenty four than twelve. Yeah. And so I love that. Now you also have mostly, I, I honestly, you don't have a lot of. You know, you go in the grocery and you see every kind of dog food you can find. No. And um, yours are you have very select we, dog food. You're very careful very about what careful you carry.
3: About, well, you know, my my dogs are like my children <laughs> and I know that there's a lot of folks that uh they're that is their children and you you would not feed your children Happy Meals every day. So certainly you wouldn't feed dogs the same thing that you that you consider your children. So we actually carry uh, Taste of the Wild, mm-hmm. which is minimally processed, less ingredients. Uh, we also they also have grain free uh, varieties of that. And We also carry Victor, and Victor is recommended highly by people that uh, have agility dogs, that have working dogs, or do- train their dogs for hunting. Uh, has lots of protein, and it's a very good viable food. And, Really works good on dogs that have trouble with uh, allergies, food allergies, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, come by. We have samples of both of those. So, if you're looking to change your dog food because your dog's mm-hmm. either not happy, not eating, or their their coat's not good, and or the coat you know, it, makes, it such makes a difference. A difference. Yes. it makes a total difference. So, come by and get some samples and and talk to me or talk to Valerie. Uh, my staff is real knowledgeable about the dog food and what works right and how to you know teach your dog to eat the different. Types of dog food while you're trying to figure out what they like the best because of course at the end of the day they're going to eat what they like. They're, they're with eat that, but time.
2: they have so many different flavors. Yeah, and there's I, so many
3: different flavors.
2: I, I see our dogs and cats taste of the wild yeah. and. um I often say "Call of the Wild," no, but I mean, was only like "Taste of the, taste wild. the Wild." Like, okay, that's right, and they love it, yeah. and they have their favorites, yeah. right? And um, I was so amazed that one of my dogs loves the salmon. Yeah, and I'm like, dogs like salmon. Yeah, this is very strange. And so that is, and I, I, they had a rated all the dog food mm-hmm. in some magazine, and I went through and Taste of the Wild got five stars, absolutely. And some of the ones that are so expensive that you think would be like top of the line I didn't mean, rate. They got three I stars. I couldn't even believe it.
3: I fed, I fed my dog dogs over the years, stuff that came straight from the vet because I wanted to get the very best stuff mm-hmm. for them and thought I was feeding the very best that, that was out there. And when, you know, we when we bought the store last year and I was like, dog food, I don't know about these dogs. So I did some research and same thing. I found that these were the best varieties to feed your dogs. And we sell tons of dog food. I'm am amazed. You know, I have people. And we also started selling the Victor and Taste of the Wild at North Richland Hills, too. Yes. Oh. And so if you're either place, we have both uh, of those dog foods available. So. And if you
2: and, and if you feed them this kind of dog food or cat food, yeah. same thing with our cats, they don't go to the bathroom as much exactly. and it doesn't smell yeah. or anything no, like that. No, because
3: there's no byproducts or fillers. You know, you look at uh, dog foods that you buy in box stores or even, you know, uh, wholesale centers. Uh, they are have fillers, they have wheat, they have rice in them, and they also have, like, corn. Mm-hmm. And corn's not digestible by any human being or dog. And so you get those big piles, and nobody wants to pick those up.
2: So. Well, and, yeah, the, and the natural just yeah, dissolves.
3: Just, just dissolves. And so
2: especially just, if you have a small yard, it's so much better. And it's funny what you say about corn. I'm having, um, if you saw the documentary King Corn, mm-hmm. these two guys from Yale graduated and— set out to do a documentary on corn, and they found that they were basically made of mostly of corn. They've right. just graduated, so they're not that old, right? And so everything's made of corn. Everything's got corn syrup. It's, they did this whole documentary called King Corn, and uh, it's awesome. So they're going to be on, on the 16th okay. to talk about it. And uh, then they've done, and it won all these awards. But you have no idea everything that corn is in. And it's not good for us to have that all the time, and no. so animals as well. So everything you were saying about animals and what I was saying about the way how much the bathroom time and all of that applies to people too. It, it absolutely yeah. does. It and so when we does. put all that processed stuff and corn and everything yeah. in our bodies all the time, it does the same thing. It makes us sick. We don't last as long, and often we can get cancer, just right. like dogs can. Because one of the things they say now is, I had a vet say, I've had two vets say. Most, you know, almost all large dogs between the age of 10, 10 and 12 get cancer. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not right. How could all large dogs, like what? Do you ever remember when you were little getting yeah. cancer? No. No, no, no. So you know it has, to be the food. it has to be the food. And so I started going, oh, so then I changed the food because that terrified me. And then I started, it gets you thinking about yourself, right? So our food, which is why we wanted to bring this to you today. And so you guys, we have a lot more tips for you and a lot more about her shop. She's got chocolate. I want some chocolate.
3: <laughs> Chocolate's good for you too. <laughs> Chocolate's good
2: for you. And so you know if I'm going down there, I am going for the groceries, of course and everything, but then they got the chocolate. So stay right here. We'll be right back.
1: Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment.
4: Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or email them at lifesolutions CC at yahoo.com
1: Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
2: Welcome back. I'm Ann Beal. And we have continued talking with Annette Lee from Hazlitt Feed and Farmer's Market about her shop and about all the wonderful things you can do with fresh food, all kinds of fresh food, vegetables, fruit, and the wonderful dog food. One mm-hmm. thing that you did not mention, you did mention, hey, that you have at your, yeah. your place, Hazlitt Feed and Farmer's Market is my favorite place in town because she has all of my favorite foods. Um you didn't mention the alfalfa that you have. We have wonderful alfalfa.
3: Most of our most of you know that if you live in Texas, alfalfa can't or is not grown in Texas. No, it's, not. it's in uh, New Mexico. Most of it comes out of New Mexico and California, but we have some beautiful green, fresh alfalfa, and I buy that again from a local hay. Uh, uh, hey, so, The hay supplier. And um, also, um, we have horse feed that we buy locally. Uh, One of the feed mills is in Alito, The other is here in Fort Worth. And we continue to keep that fresh. So we really keep our inventory real low so that we can always bring in the freshest Usually weekly, we get feed in.
2: Well, at, and I so. mentioned alfalfa yeah. because you you talk differently since you've been in this store with the alfalfa. Right. So you're allergic to alfalfa, aren't um, you? <laughs> I, I, she's been trying to get me to come on the
3: show for a year, and I haven't had the voice to do it because of alfalfa. But... Uh, that rain yesterday really did help. Yes. Well,
2: and so many, you know, for animals, alfalfa mm-hmm. is just wonderful. Talk about right. fattening them up. And they, right. it is so good for them. And you wonder what's comparable for people. Would it be kale? I would think kale. kale. I'm a big fan of kale. I usually eat kale
3: every single day. And alfalfa day.
2: is so beautiful. It's yeah. that dark green. Dark green and the green horses and go is, crazy. They do.
3: If you get a horse going on alfalfa, they'll never go back to the Bermuda. They like no. the alfalfa.
2: So you have to be careful yeah, with that. You have to be careful. Yeah. And it's wonderful. I um, I know that you have a lot of events that happen at your store. Right. And, of course, the, I mentioned the pumpkins. I mean, I remember the day I drove on. There were pumpkins just everywhere. Wow. And it was orange. And it was just gorgeous with all the flowers. You you are so good at marketing. Well, thank I you. I mean, you put outside your store the seasons so that it draws you in. So right now, all right. I'm so excited. Now, Not everyone else maybe is as excited. But I'm excited because here in Texas, we're going to have an early spring. We're going to we? have an
3: early spring. You know, I'm, I'm looking at weather forecasts. I don't see any other than yesterday, any cold weather coming over the next month. So that being said, our local Texas greenhouses are filled to the brim with beautiful spring flowers and hanging baskets and bedding plants. And so we've brought in a little bit of that already. I'm, <laughs> you know, you kind of throw the dice out there. You never know how the weather's going to treat you. But uh, again, buying local has to do with plants, too. Our plants come from local small mom-and-pop greenhouses. All of my greenhouses that I buy my plants from within a 100-mile radius of my stores, and it's, they do not sell to box stores. They're not mass-produced. Uh, in mega uh, greenhouses up in Oklahoma mm-hmm. or in South Texas. So, you know, it's nice to know where your plant material is coming from. And you know that it's grown specifically, the varieties are specifically designed for our region, right. for where we're gardening. Which is
2: why that's so important, yeah. right? So, well, so if you, you know, ordering even vineyard plants mm-hmm, from California, mm-hmm. well, we are not California, nope. right? And so ordering um, plants can be that problem. right? But also with all the genetic altering of seeds now. I mean, to get gardening plants, you you really don't want to get right. genetically altered. So this no. is just that whole GMO thing. a whole GMO thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you don't want that. And when they've genetically altered them, it's to include the pesticide in the seed. And I don't want to eat pesticide. You know, so you want so. to get it locally and make sure that it's not altered. Right. And it is, so you have to look. We do a lot of
3: heirloom transplants, especially tomatoes. Actually, tomatoes are coming Friday. Uh, So we do a large, I probably have about 25 different types of heirloom tomatoes uh, that are coming in. Heirloom seeds. Uh, seeds that all of my seeds are non-GMO seeds. So the seeds that we sell in the store are like that too. Uh, But there's other things that you need to be doing right now in your yard to get ready for spring. It's time to put your pre-emergent on. If your grass is green, it is not grass, it's weeds. Right. So it's time to apply pre-emergence and post-emergence so that uh, when the grass does come and it's time to fertilize in another two to three weeks, you'll have all those weeds starting to go away And making room for a nice green lawn. Um,
2: So the post-emergent is after the grass comes in.
3: Yeah, after the grass comes in, so that those weeds don't continue to grow.
2: I need both then. Yes.
3: Well, we do have a a product out there that is specifically designed for pre and post-emergent, and it's a weed beater complete. And and I sell a lot of that. And I've tried things over the years. I've tried different methods and this one seems to work better than anything that I've that I've used in the past
2: well and just to know that if you can do that now it saves you so much work oh, in yeah. the future and your oh, lawn yeah. looks beautiful
3: your, your lawn looks beautiful we also have organic methods we have the corn gluten we have the dried molasses and we have the um, alfalfa and humate mixes to put on your lawn after you've killed the weeds off to bring in that Beautiful green, just in time for our early Easter this year. So you'll have lots of hanging baskets and stuff coming up in the, in the summertime again. Fresh produce, local produce is prevalent. We've got the great peaches mm-hmm. in the fall again. The pumpkins and the mums and the peppers and everything to take you through the fall. But at Christmas we have fresh cut Christmas trees as well. Uh, North Carolina Fraser firs—they're just
2: beautiful outside. Absolutely them. beautiful. Yeah, and you you even with that do a lot of decorative kind of greenery right. for Christmas that you can right. find in and we you know we bought a um what do you call it a fire thing for outside what do you call those Chiminea. like chimenea. i can't even remember yeah. the name yeah. right and so just a lot of wonderful things there that There's normally a lot it's stuff. such a combination yeah. and i i do know getting your garden ready so yeah. one of the best ways to do that right now is to start preparing your soil right
3: preparing your soil we've got compost we've got cow manures we've got the alfalfas we have everything you need to start and getting your, your spring raised beds. Raised beds are always best because there's right. less weeding, and nobody wants to be standing behind a tiller. You don't need anything to garden but your two
2: hands. And it's hard to pull weeds all the yeah. time. And so it yeah. is easier if you can raise it up. And it's yeah. not that hard. I mean, you know, it's you don't have to have easy. it super high. But one of the things we did was start putting compost. Well, Absolutely. start putting our... Vegetables like our, you know, stuff that you know, our food besides meat and dairy in the garden, and I've done that for a few months, just yes,
3: eggshells and tea bags, yes, yeah. So, you know, putting all that in and just turning that once a week and getting it. Getting it wet and and just letting it nature break it down. I hadn't That's heard.
2: I had, I had not thought about tea bags. Yeah, tea, tea ba- bags.
3: Tea bags. If you make coffee, iced tea, coffee, coffee grinds. Yeah, yeah coffee grinds. tea bags,
2: and and you mix it all in. And so I've had it there in my both because even though we got a smaller place mm-hmm. now, I started. I'm just like tired of buying fruits and vegetables. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I am buying potted uh, fruit trees. Yeah, for my back porch, yeah. and then I have three areas that I'm going to plant gross you know I'm going to plant garden and I have a, on a strawberry hanging thing there's so many things you can so do so many
3: things we've got the strawberries in already citrus trees you know little yeah. miniature citrus like with the little tangerines yeah. or limes and lemon trees that you can put on your patio bring those in for the winter that's right put them back out and you'll have your own limes and lemons so, I mean, though and the
2: peppers nice. that you had yeah. I, that did those well you had the decorative pepper yeah. plant I had never seen it I just loved that yeah. it. it was red and purple Yeah. one of my friends actually bit a pepper off that it was very hot and he's like, what? and I'm like, yeah, what, yeah, did you, yeah. what is it what about it, pepper? You know, you get little tiny pepper, <laughs> you didn't think that that was gonna be hot. <laughs> when they're red. I'm like, oh my god, but yeah, the pepper I mean, they're just wonderful. We yeah. I have fallen in love with peppers, and I didn't used to like loved, them.
3: I love them as I've gotten older, I'm, I've learned to appreciate the heat of the pepper and the flavor of the pepper. So, I, I think maybe that's a menopausal thing for me, or I don't know, but
2: you know, my daughter says that I lost taste buds, yeah. so you just don't realize, mom, how hot they are because I just love now. I'm not as I'm not sweating yeah, I'm and not all that do stuff, crazy that crazy. Crazy people, they can get them hot. Okay. So there's just wonder. Let's talk about the chocolate for okay. a minute. Where do you get all that?
3: Well, we have uh, we have a local place in Fort Worth that we get some of it, and then we have a chocolatier in Chicago mm. that is a kosher chocolatier. And I'll tell you, there are malted milk balls that have a quarter of an inch of chocolate, milk chocolate wrapped around those dogs, and they are so good, so delicious. And we have. Turtles. We have chocolate-covered almonds, which are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do panned items. They do the big clusters and stuff, too. We also have, like, uh, praline pecans. And they use Texas pecans to now, do this. Now, she stuff. said
2: praline. Did you yeah. hear that, praline? Are you from Texas?
3: No, I am originally from North Carolina. I,
2: the only way I knew that, because I thought you were from Texas because yeah. you have you have an accent, yeah. right? But my family is originally from Pennsylvania yeah. and Virginia. So as soon as I heard that, I thought, oh, you have to be from the from Northeast. the East Coast. Yep. East Coast. Praline. Praline. people down here, praline. Yeah,
3: praline. And <laughs> Listen Ed.
2: to us what making fun the of the other pecans. people. <laughs> or our accent. Yeah. Yes. And so there are so many wonderful things there that you have. Absolutely, and. Um, different dressings that you have, just so many natural We have things. jams
3: and jellies. We have a local company that does uh, salsas and pickles and stuff for us. And we also carry a full line of Mrs. Renfro's, which is Fort Worth's own Mrs. Renfro's salsas. I think we're probably only... Uh, one of a few stores that carries their full line because they're our neighbors up in North Richland Hills. They live right up the street from our store. So,
2: and you have natural chips to we go do. with those sauces.
3: And they are local too. Cardona Foods in Fort Worth. We carry their chips. And so we got some, and we make our own salsa too. We have a, a fresh salsa that we make in store and it, we use our own vine ripe tomatoes and peppers and everything. And we make that year round and it is phenomenal. And if you mention that, come on in, I'll give you a free salsa. You
2: need come to come on in, on. get a come free salsa. That is really good. They they also have you have the canned you yeah. know if you know canned really they're jarred but Jars. when you say you can vegetables and can jellies and all that it's really it's really yeah. jarred, jarred. it's oh, funny it's they call nice it pickles candy. Yeah. yeah so so many wonderful things so thank you so much for that and um the great thing about going to these local places and i'm sure you have one in your town Absolutely. and it, it just this it lets you kind of have a different experience of just natural foods that people are working to bring to you and it's because Honestly, it's people want this. Yeah. And even if in your, you're in New York City, they have these wonderful places. They have gardens on rooftops. Right. They've been gardening on the East Coast. We're in these cities, they're starting to garden in the back of pickup trucks yeah. and in the back of dump trucks. Okay, they're starting to make any area for gardening. And community gardens. It's yeah. really wonderful. Yeah. And so we just encourage you to try a little garden at your house. Even if you get a, you know, a wine bucket or a wine barrel or, a wine barrel or, you know. Anything, and start trying to garden tomatoes or whatever kind of thing you like. And maybe you don't like a lot of vegetables; you just like something. De- definitely
3: grow what you like because you will not eat it <laughs> if, if you it. don't like it. Yes. So and it's a lot more to, you care for it more if you like it. So.
2: Yes. So you should probably plant something like if you don't like. Brussels sprouts, then don't do that, right? My favorite is lettuce, all the kinds of lettuce, because yeah. you chop them off the top and then they keep growing. They keep growing. Yes. It's, so I just thank you for being on and giving oh, us you're these welcome. tools. Thank you for having me. And helping people understand the importance of these local shops. Right. And so we just want to encourage you, Hazlet Feed and Farmers Market. Mm-hmm. And in North Richland Hills, it's North right. Richland mm-hmm. Hills Farmers Market on Davis. On Davis. Yeah. And um, just to get by. Now, how would they reach you for questions or um, to get your store?
3: To, to get the store, uh, they can uh, either email at nrhfm at sbcglobal.net.
2: That was a lot of letters. N-R-H-F-M. F-M, Farmers Market. Yes. At?
3: sbcglobal.net. Awesome.
2: And uh, Haslet is
3: hasletfeed at net.
2: Okay. And you have a Facebook?
3: I do. Uh, like us on Facebook for North Richland Hills Farmers Market or Haslett Feed and Farm Market. We've got some fun stuff. We always put crazy stuff on our Facebook pages.
2: Put crazy stuff on your yeah. Facebook. Well, it's in the beautiful pictures I've seen. Yeah, they're gorgeous. On your, now, how about a Twitter? Do you have a Twitter? I do not. Okay, you've got to get you a Twitter. I do need to, like, what do they call it? Tweet. Tweet yeah. at Haslet Feed. Well, because I love to tweet. And I didn't used to. I would laugh every time somebody said, do you tweet? <laughs> I was like, I could, could see Tweety Bird going. I was like, what? It's so crazy. But so if you could get a Twitter. Okay. Okay. Do that. So maybe it uh, has a Just my suggestion. Um, so you guys get by her store if you can, right. or in North Portland Hills, or your local market.
3: Your local farmer. Or
2: your local, farm. local farmer. Yeah. Just look for them. Google it. You can yeah. find them. And just thanks for tuning in. If you would like to reach me, go to ablivingwell at gmail.com. Or you can, if you want to coach or counsel with me, contact lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or our phone, 817-232-1363. Now, do you have a phone that can reach you, Annette?
3: Yes, um, the store. Phone number at Haslett is four three nine, oh five eight zero.
2: And that's eight one seven. Mm-hmm.
3: And the phone number at North Richland Hills is eight one seven four two eight seven zero seven five.
2: So you guys get in touch with her, or just go by. Go by. And um, yeah, and I love essential oils, so I'm just so glad you have them there. Thank so you. a lot of wonderful things you can get. And if you happen to be in Saginaw go by and see Sunshine Herbs for your supplement needs and say hello to Dr. Tiller and his wonderful staff to meet all your supplement needs. Um, And they have wonderful water. I just have to say that because water from them all the time. So you guys, thanks for tuning in to Living Well. And we look forward to having you on next week with the guys from King Corn. And uh, listen in and you guys have a great week and live well.
1: Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beale airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.